It's trouble time! And this is Rebels Without a Clue, our pop culture podcast. I'm Tony. And I'm Brad. <laughs> and welcome to our Christmas special for 2019. A fucking miserable <laughs> fucking close to the year. You f- <laughs> fucking rubbish shit we've watched. It's been a while since we've watched some rubbish. Oh, rubbish is not a word for that movie. It is the dregs of humanity that made that shit. <laughs> Who's the fucking director? Honestly, because that shit belongs on the fucking mat of like a cat so you can take a shit on it. <laughs> In the mat of a cat so you can take a shit. That's how I feel about it, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even have words for it, bro. Well, guys, if you haven't guessed by now, the movie of choice, well, we've decided to go with a movie this week, and seeing as it's Christmas, we thought we'd rip out Jingle All The Way. Why does Sinbad look like he have cancer? <laughs> On IMDb, <laughs> Sinbad ge- genuinely looks like he has cancer. God. The director was Brian Levant. Brian Levant needs to die in a car crash <laughs> after that bullshit, what, what he pulled. Oh, God. What else has he made? Let's, the Flintstones. Oh. Okay, guys. So- uh, uh, what else? Are we there yet? God, this cunt's credibility is shot. Scooby-Doo, The Spy Next Door, Snow Dogs. Like, mate, you're not really setting your bar too high. He, oh, he did Beethoven. That's yeah. probably the only thing that was ever credible. Yeah, that's probably that'd be the only Everything thing. Everything else. What the, bro, what is Captain Zoom? It's probably what he based. We 100% need to watch a trailer on that after this. Oh, good Lord. You really want to watch more shit after what we've just watched? Can't my IQ's three <laughs> after that movie. Do you want it to get even worse? Why? Could watch a trailer to Jingle All the Way Two. Nah, that's not. Straight to DVD. Okay, can we watch Zwei Wunkus Manner? Or we can watch Jingle All the Way, the Turbo Movie Musical. <laughs> nah, nah, no words, no words. So, where can they find us on? So, if you haven't done so already, guys, you or if you want to find us, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcast, Podcast Addict, Addict, uh, Addict, 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 and various other podcast mediums. And you can also find us on social media on iTunes at Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter Rebels Without a One, and Facebook Rebels Without a Clue. We're podcast. probably plugging it to start with just for the fact that after listening to this garbage, you'll probably go, I'm never listening to these cunts again for their bad movie selections. Uh, I don't know, because we've got a lot to say. Well, I don't, because it's shit. <laughs> I don't have any more vocab. Yes, you this do. Is you got, so shit. You have many v- adjectives to give this movie. Honestly, after doing Shell in Soccer, you gave me grief. I'm sorry, but what's the top performing episode we've ever done? Shell in Soccer. And you know why? I reckon because of the hashtag fucking soccer. <laughs> Probably. What are we going to do? A fucking hashtag shit. Hashtag balls. Hashtag director needs to die. Uh, I think the hashtag of hashtag Arnie will, will skyrocket this one. 100%. If this pulls- Hashtag okay, turbo time. I'm going to give it three weeks. Hashtag bed has cancer. <laughs> 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 it does. Yeah, bull-bedded um, fuck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Going to remission, your dog. No. <laughs> oh my god, Simbad, you fucking useless cunt. Jesus, you got you've got issues. <laughs> Hashtag Simbad has cancer. <laughs> oh, we don't joke about that. No, we shouldn't. We really shouldn't. Yeah, but we that's have. Oh, we have. That's pretty. Funny. Oh my god. This is off to a blinder of a start. Yeah, yeah. So, fucking... So, I must pre-warn everyone, though, before we begin. If I'm illiterate in any form and I slur, it is due to the fact that I may have had a few Valium beforehand. Uh, So, this should make 
for an interesting podcast. You're fucking. I need some more juice. Oh, good lord in hell! All right, <laughs> where to begin? You, well, you start this shit off where do, because, I like know I where said, to start. it's shit. I don't even know where to start. All I'm, all, actually, no, I'll start it with that. I can't believe it's been this long, and it, we had to do this movie to begin. That this is our first episode on an Arnie movie. That's uh, depressing. Not to mention, it's an Arnie movie and probably the worst Arnie movie we could have potentially chosen. Yeah, definitely one of the worst. And I'm going to put it out there as a disclaimer, the fact that Tony chose this. This is not my doing. This is Tony's, let's choose the Christmas movie. Hey, it's And we it's chose Christmas. Jingle All The Way. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sinbad as cancer. Oh, can you stop bringing that up? No, fuck him. Oh, my God. I hated him in the movie. I hate him in real life. Yeah, for someone... Look, I don't understand... I don't understand how he got to fame at all as a comedian. Like, he's just not funny. Why do they call him Sinbad? That's his name. No shit. I'm not asking It actually is. Fuck off. It's actually his name. What do you want me to say? (laughs) Tell his parents are fuckwits. Oh, jeez. So, again, so how is Sinbad even funny? His name's Sinbad. To begin with, with, how did he even get the role? I wish I could actually show people. Oh, my God. Do you know what that looks like? Your mum with the Snapchat. Oh, my God. Wait, can you just bring the photo up for me? Guys, we did a a bit of a Snapchat sesh with one of the stupid filters on Snapchat over Tony's mum's face. <laughs> oh my goodness. This Lord. is fucking brilliant. Okay, so back to it. Oh, the movie's shit. Okay. <laughs> oh really? I didn't I didn't get that from you at all. It's crap, it's poos. It's poos. It, it's the kind of when you take a shit and you keep wiping and wiping and wiping and you've done about seven wipes and there's still that little bit of, little little bit left over, that's jingle all the way. I, th- I thought Jing All The Way was the whole process of wiping the shit that just won't leave your ass cheeks. No. <laughs> it's like your ass cheeks are just oozing out poo, which is Jingle All The Way. How, how some people, I guess- Bro, how does this even go for an hour, this podcast? Uh, <laughs> it, it, well, look, we can keep, we could just fucking keep tearing it. Okay. Well, let's start off with this. Worst parts. The whole thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's break it down. <laughs> break- the shit out of it down. Don't forget, you're my number one customer. Let, let's establish the fact that Arnie should not ever, ever, and I reiterate, ever <laughs> venture into anything apart from action movies. Can you believe that that guy was a governor? Uh, of California. He was the governor of California. Yeah, but he probably did a better job at that than he did of... Being you in okay? Jingle all the way. I'm sorry, but that name starts off with going, how shit of a movie do we want to watch? Hashtag Sinbad as cancer. No. <laughs> My God, stop that. <laughs> okay, that an- I can't wait to listen back to this just for that initial one when you drop that. Because that honestly had me in fucking hysterics. Uh, it still has you in hysterics. It does. It's you the, keep saying it's probably it. Probably the- 100% it needs to go into the hashtags. Oh, God. Anyway, so that to begin with, at, in that opening scene where he's still at work, when he should be going to his kid's karate fucking presentation or whatever it yeah. is, and he keeps talking to clients, don't forget to my number one customer. But what I don't get is why is he the only cunt? Basically, it looks like he runs the place. Yeah. Yet he's the only one doing work and everyone else is fucking having a party downstairs. Yeah. But I think that was just trying to kind of affirm that, well, he's a workaholic. Like, that was the only message that they were trying to get across. Yeah. Um, But I think it was weird because I picked up on kind of more underlying themes in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Especially with the whole, I guess the whole angle they gave Phil Hartman's character in that in that movie about the sexual predator. Yeah, basically he was just a horn dog trying to basically. It's like he was jamming half of the neighborhood m- women in the neighborhood. Yeah, 
That's pretty. That was yeah. I didn't pick that up ever until watching it now. No, well, I, I think going into it initially, watching it, yeah, you kind of feel like you're watching it for purely entertainment value as a child. Oh, yeah. Now you watch it and go, "Wow, this is shit." <laughs> wow, what a creepy rapist predator. A bit, yeah. Because that made me highly uncomfortable with the way he was with Schwartzy's wife. Yeah. Schwartzy. Fucking like I had Your coffee mate. with the cunt. Your hey, mate. Schwartzy, we going for coffee tomorrow? It sounds yeah, like you're no talking worries. about the fucking Mark Schwartz. Oh, fuck. I- sounds like you're talking about Mark Schwartz, the Aussie goalkeeper. He's a good goalie. Was. He was He's good. retired now. But yeah. We'll leave fucking Matt yeah, Ryan. That's fine. We'll not go into, uh, we won't go into fucking soccer. Hashtag Football. soccer now that we've dropped it because that will then mean, I'm telling you, cunt, for shits and giggles, we're going to drop a fucking hashtag of soccer. And if it starts rivaling Shaolin soccer in views, listens, uh, then we know we're onto something here. Yeah. Then we're going to drop hashtag soccer into every fucking podcast. Fucking hell. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. What else did you pick up as far as, like, under... Like, you said you spotted a few underlying themes. I don't know. So, I was what pretty cooked you... watching it. You know, shit. Um, but... So, obviously, there was a sexual predator angle. Then there was that whole composition of family. Yeah. How trends of what families looked like with, you know, dad constantly at work... Mum supporting the child emotionally, doing all that sort of stuff. It, it's kind of been a prevalent theme through all films. Yeah, definitely. It's never not been in it. And I don't like, this is going on probably a more serious tangent. Oh, really? It's the father that always gets portrayed as a workaholic and is never there for the family. Yeah. Why is it never a role reversal? Well, How I'm often trying to think, do you see that? Well, I'm just trying to think of movies- like, as of late, that have that sort of theme, nothing comes to mind. No. It was a very 90s thing. Yeah. 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 No, no, that was prominent. Yeah. Like, I look at- There's another movie called The Story of Us with Bruce Willis and Michelle Pfeiffer. Bruce Willis. And that was kind of similar in the vein of parents fighting, disgruntled, dropping it out on the kids- and you think about it now, like, it's so prominent with family dynamics and, you know, there's such a spotlight on, you know, for example, domestic violence and all this sort of shit. Yep. And I find that it's constantly the men being highlighted as the perpetrators. Yeah. So, I don't know whether, like, I'm going off on a tangent. but I'm, Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm, I'm bringing it back. Yeah. Bring it back, Debbie Downer. That I don't like looking at it from, in retrospect now- of I could watch it for entertainment value, but I don't know what messages that sent into my head about what a family looks like and the problems that they deal with. You know what? I kind of think in a, in a weird way, it kind of puts into our young minds at the time a sense of male guilt. Go further into that. So it's kind of like, okay, so it's always the dad's fault. It's always the dad's doing something wrong. The boyfriend does something wrong. The other kid's dad does something wrong. The sexual perpetrator was yeah, the male. Yeah, so it kind of puts in your head like subliminally, like sort of thinking, well, shit, I'm a guy, so I've just being me is something wrong. And I have- To a res- degree, like not that yeah, full on, but yeah. it's kind of instilled in there and you're kind of thinking, oh, shit. So then as you kind of grow up in the back of your mind, you're always thinking like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to be a good father, this and that. And it's well, shit. And okay. it's a kind of prominent responsibility of men these days, especially that if you aren't capable of or looking after and supporting a family, then you aren't a true male. Yeah. And- then, you know, you get thrown to the wayside because then you don't see, get seen as a viable partner for a female. So, if you can't financially support, emotionally support, and mentally support, then, well, you aren't doing your job. Yeah, but I think that's something that's been, I think that's just a a thing that's been carried on for generations when it comes to, I guess, the man of the house. Yeah, but this feeds into that whole idea of toxic masculinity, which the whole concept- Concept. Concept. (sighs) Give me a break. No. Of what they're trying to break now, because- like, what pissed me off, right? This is going on to an interesting Amongst tangent. Amongst other things. Yep. 
So you look at all the movies. So after the whole gay pride movement, right? Yeah. And where it became really prominent. Everyone's fucking now gay. Like there's just everyone's out and about. They've got lots and lots of rights. Fair enough. I've got no problems with that. But at what point did film and cinema, especially like I think that's probably one of the best platforms to look at in terms of the impact that um, sexuality and, you know, homosexuality and all the whole LGBTIQ stuff has come into play where that's now the prominent theme in um, alternative cinema. Like everyone's filtering that in because, oh, we have to be inclusive. And did you hear about how Santa Claus is now needing to be more gender neutral? Well, Father Christmas, I'm sorry, but- well, we're going to start calling him Person Christmas. So, Saint Nick, which is essentially where it started, how do you change Saint Nick into more of a gender-neutral image? It can be either Nicholas or Nicola. Yeah, but that, yeah, you're, you're, that, that's pinpointing there something that, you know, you've got a line of thought to think about it in. But it's kind of a bit fucking outrageous that this old tradition that's been in place for so long, and yes, I get the idea of changing with the times, but this is just now getting to a point where it's just not feasible. Like, just why do it? If it's, anything, it's not like- interrupting the balance or anything of that sort of bullshit. It's it's kind of, it's Saint Nick. It was never fucking Saint Nicola. Yeah. It never was. Yeah. So, why do we have to do that now? I don't understand why they're bringing so much politics into this sort of topic where all it's really ever done for, it's done for the kids. They don't give a shit what gender Sander is. They just want a fucking... They're, they're mostly scared of him most of the time. Exactly. They just want a fucking... They just want the presence. Like, fucking leave it at that. So, I'd love to see if it ever came into place where that was an actual thing that they'd established a rule that then we had to be more gender inclusive, that you get female Santas yeah. at shopping centres. Okay. How does that fly with kids? I don't think they would give a shit, really. Exactly my fucking point. So, why does it matter whether it's a male or female sitting in that chair? It's about the kid's experience. Stop making it about a political agenda and something that we need to enforce on kids. And you know what the fuck part is? That we go on about the whole sort of, I guess, like how we were talking about before, the whole male male role and you're not a true man if you can't do this and that. Yeah. It's kind of scary to think that we pick that up from a kid's movie. Yeah, because do you know what it is now? We're looking at it through the frame and the lens of how we perceive the social world today. Yeah. Because you can't just watch something for entertainment value. Now we have to break it down and deconstruct it and understand what are the political implications of this. I'd rather not have to do that. Yeah. I'd rather, if it's made for that purpose, fine. It's a fucking kid's movie. But then why do we have to now start filtering in all these other bullshit things that we need to consider? And, like, I don't know whether I'm speaking for, the like, the masses of people here, but it kind of just pisses me off that there are, you know, underlying traditions that have been ongoing for so many years, like the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Is there ever going to get to a point where that needs to be fucking gender neutral? How do you gender neutralize a fucking rabbit? Boop. There'll probably be something about it at some point. Something to do with animal cruelty or some bullshit. And we can't call him him. We'd have to call him they or them or Z or Zim. Have you heard of that one? Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Anyway, getting (sighs) off that tangent and jumping down off your soapbox. My what? Your soapbox. What's a soapbox? It's like an old term where you kind of, when you have your, like when someone has a rant, they get up on their soapbox and. My pedestal. Talk to the people. Okay. Anyway. So be a Martin Luther. So back to the shit show. That's Jingle All The Way. Oh, it was fucking shit. <laughs> it was fucking shit. Don't have words, mate. Adjectives do not do justice to this movie because I'll tell you what, in one word, it was fucking shit. That's two words. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking, you're so cooked. Okay, well, go, go, go. Please tell me, what angle are we going to fucking take in talking about well, this? we just need to keep going with the shitness of it. Go. What else was shit about well, it? Well, what were we up to? Well, the start. Oh, so he comes home fucking- Fucking. After not making it to the thing. 
The kid's obviously disappointed. The wife's disappointed. He makes up with the kid, makes up with the missus, lies about getting the Turbo the Man doll, and then goes on his fucking day hunt to find this fucking doll, which seemed like he was looking around for it for two weeks. And I didn't realize, it kind of felt like the whole movie was done in real time. Like kind it was literally like just it. a day. Kind of felt like it. And it was a fucking draining day. Yeah, if that was my child, I'd time to get fucked. <laughs> hey, fuck your doll. Fuck you. I'm not wasting my time. Like, losing my nah. car. Fucking off the police. Six times. Honestly, man. Getting bashed by several- Getting uh, assaulted by several women in the America Plaza. And also those fucking- What's it called? Those Sanders. wannabe Power Ranger cunts. Oh, no. Oh, God, this was shit. And then you had, what was it? Was it Jim Belushi? Yeah. Yeah, and he's- uh, When they break out in song. Oh, good Lord. And then when he pulled out the police badge, and I was like, oh, stop it. How bad is this getting? This is to the point where I was hitting my head on the wall. No, you didn't hit your head on the wall at that point. What point you got me to that? You at the very end. Oh, God, it was bad. But I just found it funny, like, when he started doing the cop thing, all I, all I kept thinking or what I kept seeing yeah. was how Arnie was like in True Lies. In what sense? Like, just how he played the cop in True Lies. I yeah. I just rip out yeah. that character there. I'm like, okay, there it is. Like, yeah. All right. Something sort of reminiscent of a better movie that he's done. Speaking of Sinbad. Oh, no. Listen to this. Oh, no. I renamed myself Sinbad because Sinbad is bad. He could hang out with rogues and with kings. He didn't have the strength of Hercules, but he could outwit anyone. Cunt, you didn't outwit shit. You were a dumb fucking postman that couldn't do your job and you were carrying bombs around. Really appropriate, cunt. Oh, that bomb. The the scene where the bomb went off. Dear, like the look of disdain we gave each other. Once that explosion went off and they cut back to the cop, yeah. as he's standing there with, a, with basically a torn package and basically blackface. Oh, God. It was so bad. It was something bad. out of a Looney Tunes cartoon. Now, I understand, yeah, it's a kid's movie, but why would you put something like that in a kid's movie? <sighs> but you got to think about it. They did it in Home Alone as well. Yeah, that's true. The the 90s was a crazy time when for kids' movies. When fucking, what's his name? Marvin, what's the other one's name? Harry. Ha- Harry Dixie Dicks. Dicks. <laughs> Harry Dick. Harry dips his head in the toilet bowl and it explodes and he comes out and he's like yeah. looking exactly the same as that cop did. Is it kind of concerning that they made explosions in kids' movies look sort of harmless? Yeah, I know. Like, they didn't show the real implications of an explosion? Yeah, but could you imagine the massacre of bodies? It'd be like the Oklahoma City bombing oh, in that building. You can't. Nah, but it would have been. I'm sorry, but you've got a present bomb and there's like eight cops. It'd be eight fucking dismembered cops on the floor. Oh, good God. They would have no problems with the police. Then it'd oh. turn into an SVU episode. <laughs> dun, dun. How's, how's it going? Dun dun! <laughs> Give me my fucking money! <laughs> and a special victims unit. Dun dun! <laughs> oh my god, what else in that shit show? Jesus. Um, oh god. There's just so much crap, it's hard to filter through it. It's just, it's like chunky shit that's getting caught in a sieve. That's what, di- <laughs> that's what digesting this movie is like. <laughs> Chunky shit. Chunky shit through a sieve. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm honestly just trying to rack my brain at what other parts were cooking me because the whole movie was shit. The rant that Sinbad goes on when they're in the diner about... Or even when he's standing outside the toy shop talking to Schwarzenegger for the first time. Oh, my God. And I'm like, will this end? And just like the minute he opened his mouth, like, can this guy shut up already? But how did he get cast in that part? Because he can't act. I don't know. Hashtag Sinbad has cancer. Oh, for God's sake. Why? Because, because, honestly. (laughs) No, 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 but I'm trying to find words. (laughs) We're 25 minutes in, bro. I'm fucking struggling to find words for how fucking shit this thing was. (laughs) The characters were shit. The storyline oh, well, was balls. Okay, well, 
speaking of the characters, let's break down the characters. The little kid is probably the worst child actor known. Next to Danny. And that explains why Star Wars Episode One was so garbage, because he was Anakin. He was Anakin. Yeah, that kid cannot act for shit. Not to mention he got fuck all after those two movies. Oh, yeah. He, his career bombed after that. So, what was, <laughs> what was the name of um, the wife again? Uh, Liz. Or are you talking about the actual actress? The actress. Oh, fuck. Uh, I've got it here. I've got it here. All right, good boy. So, we've got Rita Wilson. So, Rita like Wilson. Like I said to you when we were watching it, I just found like- why did they cast her to be Arnie's wife? But like, you know what? Look at Arnie and then look at her. Like, look, look at what on. she's done, though. Like, in that period of time, she did Runaway Bride, Sleepless in Seattle. Um, did she do anything else major? I'm My not- Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> wow. She was in the good wife. Oh, yeah, she probably had a shit role. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she didn't really do much. They must have blown the casting budget with just Arnie alone. And that's why they've got everyone else. But how did they get him to be a part of this? Well, it's pretty easy, really. Arnie needed money. So he was doing anything and everything. Yeah, but... Think about how many movies this cunt did during the 90s. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. He did good movies throughout the 90s. Not all. Not all of them were good. Okay. Like? Junior. Fucking Junior's a cold classic now, though. My nipples are very sensitive. But see, this is my point. Like, you know, it was Commando and all those was sorts of- Commando in the movies. 90s? I thought that was late 80s. Oh, all right. Let me have a sus. I'm pretty sure it was late 80s. You're skipping too far ahead. Von Limiter. What? Von Limiter. Oh, fucking 85. Yeah. Did you know there was a Commando 3? I didn't even know there was a Commando 2. Oh, wait. Who's in it? Who's in that? Who even is that? Is he Indian? Probably. It is Vidyut Jamwal. So it's, a, it's an Indian movie. So it's a Bollywood movie. <laughs> okay, that just shows the decline of cinema when you start getting into seconds and thirds. Good lord. That's just horrid. That is so bad. Um, Alright, so, yeah, Liz's character. Just her as a person. Do you think she was kind of... She pushed the equation with the neighbour a bit? She allowed it to happen kind of a bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because she didn't uh, any like she didn't really tell him to stop until it got too far. Yeah. And she kind of like, why I was she sitting at the basketball game next to him and like listening to the other women whisper sweet nothing yeah, into his ear? Yeah, and not have a reaction. Just sort of like, oh. Okay. If you felt that strongly about it being uncomfortable for you, why would you allow him into your house regularly? I'm going to go take a shower. It's the makings of a porno. It really is. Like, who does that? Who goes, all right, I'll let him look after the kids and do the cookies while I'll go upstairs and have a shower. Who in their right mind does that with their neighbours? Yeah. No, that's just uncomfortable to think about. I would not be leaving my wife home if I knew that the neighbour was regularly over and my wife was going to take a fucking shower with him there. Yeah, no, it's just weird. No. You'd think, all right, go home for a bit. Because knowing you as the neighbour, you'd be going for sneak peeks. That's a different story. (laughs) That's because I'm a pig. Yeah, that's true. Mm. (laughs) Holy. That was too Holy shit. That's a long. um, That's a six sexton. She didn't really. Six (laughs) sexton. That was a six sexton. I think my float. (laughs) <laughs> I think my float. <laughs> no, my flones. My clones. Your flones my now. Cl- my clones. Just clones. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you huh. fucking dick. Huh, okay. Oh, my God. So, her character, like, as a wife, would you say she was- She didn't really have a significant part. No. And it wasn't a great part at that. No. Um. Again, the son. He was a significant character, but- Fuck, he was shit. Mm. He couldn't act. No. Like, I know he's a kid. So, around that period of time, was Haley Joel Osment around? Yes. Why wouldn't they have chosen someone like that? Probably too expensive. Okay. That's what I'm guessing. They must have blown the budget cast, like, the budget for casting on Arnie. Let me see what the budget was. No, because I'm curious now. Don't let your flones get in the way. Oh, I know. I can't believe I said that. (laughs) And then you had Phil Hartman. 
Now, personally, I just love Phil Hartman from his work on The Simpsons. Yeah, okay. He played so many iconic characters that just whenever I hear his voice, it just it gives me giggles. And it's kind of sad that he's dead now. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Um, Right. Do you want to laugh though? Oh no! The budget was an estimated sixty million. <laughs> what? But you ready? F- you ready to laugh? The, sixty mil. The opening weekend took twelve million. Oh, good. That's just domestic yeah. though. Gross domestic market was sixty million five hundred ninety-two thousand. So they pretty much just broke even. Worldwide gross yeah. was 129 million. Oh. How? Because that's how they marketed movies in the 90s. You put Schwarzenegger in the title, people are going to go watch it regardless. They're not going to look at the title, they're going to see Schwarzenegger. We're going. Well, that's true. Come oh on, my you God. Know that's how it was like. Even the tagline for the movie two dads, one toy, no prisoners. God. Actually, that's something I brought up with you as well. How. These days, the whole that whole kind of Christmas rush of buying toys for kids, yeah, it's not really a thing anymore. No, but like I asked you, is there anything you can recall? Like what? Like, what do you mean recall? As in, what was like, the last was kid, or just the last thing? Because from what you can remember, whether it be when you were a kid or any period of oh, time, from when I was a kid, there was heaps. Like what? What well, was the crazy rush? Well, you had. Well, when we were growing up, you had Tamagotchis. Yeah. You had Furbies. Yeah. You had Super Soakers. Nerf Guns. Nerf Guns. You had um, uh, Yo-Yos at one point as well. Um, yeah, but they were never ultra expensive toys either. No, no, no. But they were just like a, a craze, if you get me. Yeah. So it was a craze that every kid had that. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Do you know what it is? Like, it was weird because when you think about it, there was a lot of um, times at school where these toys that we bought, everyone would like bring them, do the showcase, oh, what can we swap, all that sort of shit. Oh, let's play Tamagotchis together and shit. Yeah. But now these days, what do kids do at lunchtime? I don't know. I'd I be curious to go into a school and right, actually see- a bit wrong. Why? You want to go No, no, no. As like, if I get a job as a school counsellor, I'm actually genuinely curious to see the nature of what kids do on their lunch breaks. I honestly don't know. Do they- We should ask Ange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a teacher. Because- I wonder if because the kids at school now have iPads, do they literally just, I don't know, go on their iPads at lunch or do they talk about fucking Fortnite all lunch or Minecraft or fucking- a YouTuber that they're watching or some shit. If any of you listeners are teachers or have any affiliations with a school, I would love to hear comments or someone to private message us on Instagram and tell us if they know specifics of what kids are actually doing at school on a lunchtime break. Because I know lunchtime was fucking fantastic for me because that meant going out, playing thockball. Um, thockball. Fucking, you know, going on the playground. Uh, playground. And it was whoever, whichever year level ran to the playground first playing dominance. Pretty much. You got the best rides, uh, like the best equipment. Parts of the playground. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, like, do you remember the mounds? Of course. At our school? Of course. And you, like, you bolt over the back of the mounds and you play Tiggy the whole time? Oh, yeah. Um, of course. Basketball. Down ball. Down ball. Oh, down yeah. ball. Um, yeah, yeah it was so if, standard soccer, so if anyone, footy. So, if anyone listening is affiliated with any sort of educational background, background or ed- or works at an educational facility that specialises in teaching the younger generations, yeah, hit us up with a comment or even uh, can you even send us an email at rebelswithoutaclue3 at gmail.com just so we can get a feel for what times have changed to now because Do going think back, we know. Uh, we, we think we know. With what? How the times have changed. We don't. No, we are. I've got no idea. I'm so out of touch with I feel the like generation. the schools these days, I've never been more out of touch with. Oh, yeah. How over, like, I, yeah, I know, I finished in 2004, but how over a 15-year spread has it changed so vastly that just general play 
from kids is not the same as it used to be. No. Like, we don't even know if, like, if even, like, Tiggy or Chasey is a thing now. Do kids even do that anymore? Did you ever play Rocks? No, 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 no. It was an actual game called Rocks. So, basically, there was two teams, and you'd start off with one rock up against the wall, and then you'd have a pile of rocks uh, probably 50 meters away, like the two teams had 50 meters away, and then you start from the middle, and one team runs to pick up the rock, and then you bring it back, and you have to start building a pyramid of rocks up against the wall. First one get to the tip of the pyramid wins, but dude- I've never been so fully exerted of energy in my life. Like, it was just... Yeah, but you would be because you're overcompetitive. That, but you made up shit. You were creative. You were imaginative. That's the first time I've ever heard of that game ever. Oh, well, we did it at school quite regularly never as well. Never it. Yeah. But you just think the imagination of kids isn't exactly there because they've got everything to think for them now. Yeah. Between the iPads, between their iPhones. Like, do the kids sit on their phones at lunch? I don't know about, like, I don't know if we're talking, like, primary slash elementary school. I'm talking ages. grade five, I know grade high six. high school and probably grade six, yeah, most likely. But I don't know if the teachers even allow them to have their phones on them well, during class. Well, are during they allowed to have their phones in class is another thing. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to think that they're not allowed to, but who knows? Yeah. No. Anyway, <laughs> get back to the shit. Yeah, that is jingle all the way. Sinbad. Sinbad is cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna find that funny. His character. All right, just his character. Yeah. No, let's put aside his performance. Who he is as a person. His mere existence. He's a no one. The character itself. Yeah. The postman was just annoying. Yeah. Overwhelmingly annoying. There was nothing where I felt sorry for the cunt. Yeah, no, never. I wish he not fell off the Christmas point. tree at the end and yeah. died head first. Yeah. Wouldn't have been phased by it. No. Would not like to have seen no. Schwartz's son I next to him no, as that happened. But I had no sympathy for him. No. Not one shred. Not in the slightest. He was just a piece of shit. Legit. He was just a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> he literally yep. stole a toy from a kid. He's just a piece of shit. But, like, how did they think that a premise of a movie where it was two grown men chasing around to find a toy was going to really fucking hit a home run? Well, it's kind of the same thing. How did they think a movie called Tag would make it any... Well, that that was a bust. That was a complete bust. They still made it. Yeah, I think it's just because they thought they'd get the classic type of cast for that. I think they were just thinking, okay, we've built Arnie... For a Christmas movie of some sort, how can we put Arnie in a Christmas movie that people are going to like? Hmm. Has to have some sort of action in it. Has to be some sort of protagonist. Ooh, okay. Let's make him verse another dad to get a toy. Yeah, but then you look at like, um, what's that movie with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Daddy's Home. Mm. That did really well at the box office. Never seen it. It's quite funny. Like, but they did it in the right way. Like... It wasn't a Christmas movie, but it was like a family feel-good style movie. Yeah. Um, with a good message at the end of it. Yeah, but this was neither. There, there's nothing you take out of this movie. Jingle All The Way was just nothing. It's it was nothing. fucking ass. If anything, it was only good for just Arnie's corny lines. Oh, you haven't done the cookie down yet. <laughs> That's, I think, probably one of the most iconic lines from this movie other than it's terrible time. See, I find the cookie line more iconic than Turbo Time. Put that cookie down! Now! Which was funny. It was funny. See, when he does that kind of serious, I'm yelling at you sort of stuff, even when you think about when he's in Commando versing um, Mac. Mac! Mac! And it's- No, that- What does he say during Mac? When, when he's fighting Mac? What does he say to him? Oh. A green breeze for breakfast. That's right. I ate green braids for breakfast. But Arnie's probably got some of the best one-liners in all of Hollywood. Of course. And they're of course, f- because he delivers his delivery it in his accent. hilarious. It just makes it. Because they're probably writing it in the script going, yeah, it's going to sound cool. And it comes down to Arnie's mouth and it's a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you think how many iconic last action hero had a, an absolute bucket load of them. Rubber bubba baby bumpers. <laughs> I'm the famous comedian, Arnold Braunschmager. Schwarzenegger. 
God in hell. That was a good movie. Last Action Hero? Yeah. Yeah. Was that was a great child. Okay. Okay. But when was the last time you watched it though? No, no, no. I, went, I did not I too long ago. I haven't seen it for years. Not too long ago and I still enjoyed it just as much as when I first watched it. Okay. I watched it with my sister surprisingly because she loves it. Okay. Iconic movies for you growing up that were part and parcel of you have a day off, you've got a movie to watch, what do you go to? Oh. Yeah, I'll rattle mine off and then you go through yours. Okay. Willow. Never saw it. Hey Man. <laughs> yeah. Never Ending Story. Yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. They're probably the core four. Um, I think just because I was obsessed with dinosaurs, though, that, that was kind of a tipping point. I would have had... I think He-Man was one of them. Turn of the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, um, Home Alone 2. Yeah. And I remember as a kid, I watched it a lot. Emperor's New Groove. I oh, I didn't even lot. think of like animated movies either. Yeah. So Lion King would be up there for me for animated. Mm-hmm. I suppose as you were progressing into early 2000s and stuff, Toy Story was obviously a big one. Yeah. Well, I don't remember watching Toy Story in all life. I did just because my dad loved it, so he kind of made me sit down to watch it a lot. Right. But for me as well, like, I look back at the animated TV series. Oh, let's not even go there. And There's too many to list. Yeah, but when you got home, right? Yep. ABC would go on for me at four o'clock. 100%. I'd watch Baba first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd have the follow-up of Samurai Pizza Cats. No, Samurai Pizza Cats was in the morning. Well, it was on I Cartoon watch, Connection. Yeah, but I watched reruns. Ah. Yeah. And then followed by Tintin. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, and then I can't think... I, I've never been able to think about what it was actually called, but there was another one after that. A fucking... I forgot it. Johnson and Friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I was. I must have been young for that, though. Oh, yeah. Because they, they were early days. Oh, very early. Yeah. Um, that water bottle that had mad anxiety. Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. And like was it Alfred or Albert? No, nah, Alfred. It had to be Alfred. I can't remember. Anyways, doesn't really matter. But what did you th- how did you find I guess the Christmas theme of this movie? There there was completely irrelevant. It really didn't feed into Christmas or Christmas cheer in any way. I don't think it fed into Christmas cheer. I, I think it did. I think it just sort of honed in on the whole um family togetherness yeah. of Christmas like Christmas time is a time to be with family. Yes. Get me? Yes. But again, it was like kind of, wow, have a look at Black Saturday in America. They kind of really captured it in terms of people losing their fucking minds trying to buy the Turbo Man doll. Black Friday, you mean? Well, whatever. I'm sorry. I mean, the Black fires. Saturday. <laughs> you think you're bushfires? Calm down, Scott Morrison. <laughs> ScoMo, come back from Hawaii, Hasht- dog. Hashtag ScoMo comes back from Hawaii. Hashtag ScoMo doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Can we start a viral hashtag? How do we start one that hasn't already been done? Hashtag ScoMo does... Uh, can die, we, die, die. No, I'm just thinking, can you abbreviate it? D-G-A-F. S-D-G-A-F. ScoMo don't give a fuck. I reckon someone's already done it. Nah, bullshit. No. <laughs> I'll patent that shit. Nah, man. bullshit. Get on the business website. Let me patent it. <laughs> Drag out the lap just to make this go a little bit quicker. So, it really didn't have a Christmas... It kind of had a Christmas theme, but not really. Arnie's lines were fucking corny as fuck. Have you heard about Klaus? Klaus? New... Oh, Claus. Is it... Oh, I thought it was Klaus. Claus. Sorry. Santa Claus? Yeah, I thought it was like a German fucking movie and everyone was raving on about it. Saying that it's one of like the better Christmas cartoon movies that's come out in like the last 10 years. Yeah, but has there really been any Christmas cartoons out past few years it's actually made an impact. can't say I fucking hate Christmas so but the only last Christmas sort of anime movie I can think of in the past let's say 10 years was probably the Polar Express mm, mm. I never saw it <laughs> I actually really enjoyed it never saw I it I thought it was great okay god Christmas movies that there's oh, always that the if, Grinch did you like the Grinch Jim Carrey's one yeah I didn't mind it yeah just cause it's Jim Carrey I liked Scrooge I always liked watching Scrooge it was never really my thing. Um, Fantasia. What a movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I was going to say. Wouldn't, wouldn't but I enjoyed movie. that. That was good. <laughs> the Man and she were a Christmas special. Was there? Yes. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking got it. 
Hashtag SkyMate, you don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, so it didn't even have a Christmas. It didn't really have any Christmasness to it. He fucking, oh, when he fights the reindeer. You picked the wrong day. And he you punched, started it. He uppercuts. He fucking Ryu's the shit out of the reindeer. <laughs> and, it even, and they even decide to mango. It would have been like, funny. Oh, you know when they're sitting God in the backyard sake. and he's um, having something to eat or some shit next to the reindeer? Yeah, he's, It'd be funny beers. if the reindeer was just sitting there with like a dart having a ciggy like after they just brawled. <laughs> That would have been it, taken it a bit too far. <sighs> that would have just been an Aussie special. Oh, yeah. Fucking Dari Dazzlers with the reindeer, with Vixen. With Vixen. Vixen's oh, when the- they're fucking running down the street as well on the way to the radio station. Did you see the way Sinbad was running? Yeah. You know what he reminded me of? The way you love that meme of that guy running down the street. Oh, with the like yeah. the stiff arm, the yeah. floppy like joint to the elbow, pretty much. Yeah, but no, his feet were doing that though. Yeah, I know. Like, what the Wait, fuck was that? We are talking about Sinbad here, and then fucking Arnie's basically running like the T, like the T one thousand, fucking listing off all the fucking reindeer as he's going. Oh, it's just garbage. Honestly, you need to put that out on a Monday night to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, with the recycling, put that cunt out. That uh, movie. No one should watch that, and I don't understand anyone who still thinks that that's a good movie. No one should ever re-watch that. Do you no. know what? That's more torturous than waterboarding. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. Well, imagine waterboarding, and then the movie that's playing above you is fucking Jingle All The Way on I still repeat. think I'd rather do that than actually get waterboarded. What? Watch Jingle All The Way all yes. the time? Yeah, of course. Yes. No shit. I'd still run. What back. would be the most treacherous experience of a movie to watch for you that'd actually start to make you go insane? The only one that really comes to mind is Adam Sandler's Overboard. Oh, okay. That movie was pure, pure hot trash. Yeah. Like it was that shit a movie. I remember hiring it from the from the video store back in the day. I remember finishing you it. You hired it. You peasant. I remember hiring it, watching it. It was that bad because you remember how, like, when you borrow movies, well, video cassettes. This is how old we're getting here. When you hired a video cassette, if before you took it back, you had to rewind it. Yeah, before yeah. you took it back, right? And when you used to fuck cunts over and you just leave it at the end. That's what I did with this. I'm like, nah, this doesn't even deserve to be rewound. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> fucking piece of shit movie. And you know what? I think if Jingle All The Way was still... If I had it in video format, I would do the exact same thing, but I'd probably destroy the tape. But do you know what it'd be? Like, in the movie Sinister, right? She goes to burn the home movie tapes that, would like, kind of capture the character, like, basically torturing the families. So she goes out into the backyard and has, like, a just a barrel, a drum, and throws the videos in there and he lights them up. But then they end up on a box in a box at his front doorstep the following day. Jingle all the way would do that to me. Oh, like God. you'd attempt to burn it and it just wouldn't burn. And I'd just have a little post-it note on it saying it's turbo time. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Simbad as. Oh cancer. my God! Fucking hell! Hashtag Simbad looks like Tony's mum on a Snapchat filter. Oh, hey, leave my mum alone. <laughs> Honestly, bro. Leave her out of it's this. It's the best Snapchat filter I've ever seen on anyone. It was hilariously funny, but leave her out of this, you bastard. Slash, 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 Fucking hell. That's what this movie's done. It's fried my brain. So this has probably been the most incoherent and crappiest review. Because just it's just that shit a movie. <laughs> It's on a scale of one to ten. It blew up the scale. Yeah, it's it's, it's on a minus scale. It's a flat zero. I could torture Hellraiser with giving him Jingle all the way. <laughs> I think Hellraiser would go after what was the director's name again? He who not be mentioned. Cunty McDumbfuck. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface. That's what I'd name a boat if I ever had one. Oh my God, you- if you don't know what the sound of that was, it was Tony's forehead slap. Yeah, that that needed a slap because that was stupid. Oh, no kidding. That was as stupid as Jingle All The Way. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, I don't know what more to say about this, to be honest, because it's just genuine garbage. Oh, at least the one funny thing we took away from it. What? 
after Phil Hartman got the got knocked to the side of the head with the eggnog and he came out. <laughs> it looked like me after a bat sesh. <laughs> Uh, this fucking all white we, shit covering You took face. a photo of that, yeah? No. Oh, you should have taken a photo because we could have posted it. No, they, oh, we could have. Oh, well. We still can. Eh, that requires us to. No, we well, just go on YouTube and play that part and take a photo of it. And this is Tony's bat session. <laughs> T- Tony's follow-up. You should do a before and after. Because <laughs> he's got glasses as well. And they're all fucking buckled after it too. <laughs> I'm going to make it when we get off. Wow. Off the podcast. That's disturbing. Just this night's been disturbing. It has been. So I think that I'm going to leave it there. What a way to finish the year. <laughs> absolute what rubbish. What an absolute way to finish the year. <laughs> God. So what do we take out of this? That- Sinbad has cancer. Oh. Um, Jingle All The Way is the, probably the worst Christmas movie I've ever watched in my yeah, life. Yeah, I reckon it is, I reckon it is the worst it's Christmas It's probably movie one of time. Schwarzenegger's worst ever movies. Yep. Thank God that kid never got another film. Yep. Vixen is a shit cunt. The reindeer. Oh, fucking hell. Um, there's probably like Santa's neglected fucking Jim reindeer. Belushi is a, should not sing. Jim Belushi should have never steered clear of Stripes. Um, that was Bill Murray. They, I, 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 I think they go hand in hand. They're, they're like brothers to me. <laughs> what was the Jim Belushi's movie with the dog? Oh, Canine. No, that was Tom. That was Tom Hanks. You were going to say Tom Cruise. I was about to. <laughs> uh, I had to correct myself. I know, I know, I know the movie you're talking about. I just can't remember the name. Yeah. But yeah, so. Don't watch Jingle All The Way. That's pretty much the gist of what yeah, we're trying to that, say. That, yeah, just don't watch it. That's and anyone who tells you that Jingle All The Way is a good movie, they're on crack. If Legit, Adrian they, ever said that, I'd genuinely throw him into traffic. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if he's my mate. Anyone <laughs> that comes to this garage and says Jingle All The Way is good, you're going to end up in like Silence of the Lambs in a well yeah. and me feeding you with jizz. Yeah, pretty much. So pretty much awesome. Yes. Well, that's a wrap, and that's a wrap for this year. Yeah, I just want to say to the people who have been listening to to our bullshit throughout the year, thank you very thanks much. for sticking with us. Um, Next year, there's going to be a lot of really, really cool content to start the year. We've got a lot of good things coming up. Yeah, definitely. So please stay tuned. If you do have any requests of what you'd like us to review, please let us know because. Sometimes there are weeks where we may be lacking in terms of ideas. So your help would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. What he said. Awesome. Yeah. So if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, CastBox, and various other podcast apps. You can also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, and Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast. Yeah. And there we go. And that's a wrap for 2019. So once again, thanks for all you guys for listening. Um, hope you all have a wonderful a Christmas. Great Christmas or happy holidays, whatever the fuck you do. And um, so fucking we'll catch you next year. And until then... Fucking da da!